And another wonderful Tuesday in the presence of God. I like to say, in the presence of God, the experience of joy. This morning, joy shall never depart from our life in Jesus' name. If you can say amen, say it better. I pray joy will never depart from our life in Jesus' name. We can do better than that. I pray once again for you that you can claim this prayer point. I pray joy will never depart from your life in Jesus' name. It's another solution hour. Jesus Christ is the solution. Jesus Christ is the only one that can render that solution to any type of problem. Dr. Slogan, they will say, we care, but God cures. Also in the church, we pray, but God answers prayer. I pray, as you have come today, if you can say this amen, as you are listening to me today, may the Lord answer your prayers in Jesus' name. And every of your problems, every of your difficulties that is battling with your life this very morning, I pray solutions shall be rendered to it in Jesus' name. We give God the glory, it's not easy. Or making it possible without him we are nothing many souls are no more even the ones that are still alive they are in pain they are in agony some people are only ever scattered now to look for drugs doctor is prescribing drugs for some people that they are looking for a way to get it some people, even the money they are charging them in the hospital, they can't even afford it. But you and I, we are here. Even if we see our own sickness, we don't pass the, what's it called, chemist. Once we take paracetamol or panadol or something, what's a little amount of money, we are okay. That is the Lord doing, and it is marvelous on our side. It's not as if we know how to do it, but God has been so faithful to you and I. He has loved us, excess love he has for us. And I pray the love that the Lord has had on us will never go away in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah this morning, what shall we be talking about? We shall be talking about 430 years. 430 years. 430 years. If you want to count it, 430 years. As we all know, let's start from here. 60 seconds make a minute. 60 minutes make what? An hour. And 24 hours a day, then 7 days a week. Now 12 months, a year, going to 430 years. 
is not a joke. Let's start from this place. Before they were in this city for 13 years, before they came their freedom, whatever that you are passing through this morning, God knows about it. No matter the difficulties, no matter the problem, God knows about it. That is what I want to assure you this morning. That is what I want to bring to you this morning. That no matter how hard you are living this morning, today, that no matter how it is, no matter how wrong it is for you, I want you to know that God knows about it. I want to assure you this morning. And God knows about it. He has a plan for you. He knows where he's taking you to. If you are passing through any challenges today, that does not say that God has forgotten you. He's paying you. Hallelujah. No matter how hard it may be for you, no matter how hard you are trying, and nothing is coming out, never say, God, where are you? Never say, God, you are forgotten me. God is seeing every bit, every step of your life. And he knows what to do at the right time. The book of Ecclesiastes says, for everything there is time and season. Hallelujah.
should be on God's promise. What God has said concerning you. That is what you should focus on. What has God said concerning me? God has told me, God has said to you that you shall be a blessing to many generations. Then wait patiently because God is going to fulfill it for you. Forget if you are stopping. Forget if you are still striving now. It's just a matter of time that God is going to take away every of your problems and you will see God fulfilling his promise in your life. God told Abraham, Genesis 18, 18, that see this man in the future, see this man that is very, very close, so next, that he shall be a great person. As you and I is sitting down here, this voice is coming to you, that very soon, I mean so next, you shall be a great person in Jesus' name. Even your father at night. They will, they will, they will reject you. They will, they will 
the condition you are today. Well, if you're looking down on me, no problem. It's because of the present condition I am. I know if something changes for me tomorrow, you that you are looking down on me, you become my path. You'll be the one carrying me up. You'll be the one supporting me. You'll be the one saying that it's my brother. You'll be the one saying she's my sister. So you don't have to bother. What you have to bother about is, God, what are you saying concerning my life? What are you saying concerning my life? God saw the Israelites in Egypt for 430 years. God is saying that. And God has promised their father that your offspring, your children, your generation shall inherit. God has already told Abraham that your children, they will become slavery in a strange land. In the spoken word of God, let's pass the path that God has promised Abraham that he's going to do something for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has told Abraham, this I will do for you. Every time God is talking to Abraham, it's about promise. Every time God is talking to Abraham, it's about covenant. Making a new covenant. Making promises. This is what I will do for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. You don't have child today. I'm telling you that you become a nation. You become a father of many people. Forget about your present condition now that you don't have a child. And the one saying it, God is telling Abraham like that. And he believed. You and I, we need to believe today. We need to believe what God has said concerning our life. If we believe, we won't look about what our brother or our sister is saying. That is why you see, once you want to achieve something, you will see yourself, you are not listening to the negative advice or negative thoughts of people. Ask people that have achieved something, that have achieved so far. Ask those people that are successful. Not that there are not people that discourage them. There are never people that discourage them. But they don't listen to it because they're focused. That's where they were able to achieve their goal. If you and I are focused today, you will achieve your goal. Nothing will stop you. Abraham was focused. You can imagine when God told Abraham, leave your mother's house, leave your mother's house. Let us not put ourselves in a shoe. The family must have said something. Where are you going? What are you going to do? And even when, even when he knows where he's going, that's what we see in he never knew. He asked God, where am I going? God said, just leave. Go to a place I will show you. You don't need to know. You and I, we are, maybe we are far away from our parents. Once we want to leave our mother, I want, I, want, I want to go, I want, I want to travel. I want to go to this place. I want, eh, eh, eh. If something will be better in Nigeria, stay here. Something will be better. Hey, hey, don't go. Hey, don't. People must have destroyed Abraham not to leave the family out. But he never listened. Because he focused on God. All what he believed is on God's word. If you can believe there is something in you that you can do better, that people will discourage you because you know how to do it. 
But once you don't discourage yourself, you will see those people telling you that you cannot do it. They will be the one telling you in their future. They will say, maybe you have forgotten. But you never forget. They will be the one telling you, ah, I was the one that advised you to continue doing that. Thing. I was the one that advised you never to give up. That is why you do. Not knowing that there will be one discouraging you that you are wasting your time on it. Hallelujah. You will never waste your time in Jesus' name. I pray for you this morning, you will never waste your time. God promised Abraham, no fear. See, there was, there was a time that God changed the name of Abraham because of the promise. Hallelujah. Genesis 17 5. Genesis 17 5. Six, neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham. But thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations, I have made thee. God is promising you today not just one blessing, multiple blessings. That is what God is promising you today. Forget about this even if you don't have anything. Forget about even if you are still courting with a friend in a point quarter. God is promising you that you will have estates, you will have mansion, not just one, many. You just have to believe. God is changing your name and adding blessings to your name this morning in Jesus' name. God is adding blessings into your name this morning in Jesus' name. I pray for multiple blessings. Blessings that you will not be able to pass. You know there are some blessings that you cannot cover. There is this yoga coach that they say teach you any pattern and come up with it. Like if your blessing comes, you, you, you package yourself. You don't, you don't do now now. <laughs> Not all blessings. There are some blessings that even you yourself you cannot cover. There are some blessings that it's people that will share your testimony on your behalf. It's people that will tell you, hey, you don't see this man. Ah, I used to know him. You don't see this woman. I used to know him. He used to live with his friend that time that they had this. Even their purpose, I don't even have blood. They don't even have fans. They used to beg for food. I used to know him. Look at him. He's the one living in mansion now. It's people that will share your testimony. You don't even need to stretch yourself. Because the blessing is so much that you cannot even cover. I see that woman. I used to know how that time, no child, he used to cry. Even our hero used to beat her. Because nothing, no child. But now look at this, look at that. Having many children. I pray for you that can say this amen. That blessing that you will not be able to cover. I'm talking about that blessing that people will share your testimony on your behalf. May it happen into your life in Jesus' name. If we happen in your life today in Jesus' name. into in, this, in their slavery. The first generation, the first set, 
that went into the slavery, they may not, they, they, they might, they might know about what is going on. Uh, we are enjoying before now. Before something changed. Like our, our, our grandfather. Uh, this is good now. We used to eat very well in this house before. But all of a sudden, something just changed. I used to sell very well. I used to receive money. People used to help me very well. But I don't know what happened. Since last month, things just changed. You know that maybe your children know that. Maybe your children know that once my dad used to pay my school fees. My dad has paid my school fees before without even stressing. Without even the school authority asking for it. But now the children, children, the grandchildren, who don't know where their father is paying something? You know they will be complaining. They will say that is how it is in their family. They will say that is how. Since I did this, since I came into this family, there is no money. They used to say no money, no money. But he never knew when the, when the father was spending money. They will be telling the child, they will be telling the children, they will be telling their mystery. And they will not want to accept because they are not there to see it. Because they are not there to see it. But what we should rest on now is what God has said. What God has said. Like that musician sang the song. Say, Daddy me o lobo, shukomo lolo. Mommy me o lobo, shukomo lolo. Emi a lobo, toribo lolo. You don't ask your brother why your parents don't have money. You need to struggle for yourself and focus on God. Why you meet yourself in the family where there is no money? Then you let that be. You don't have to rely on the family that eh, she made the family don't have money. Let me just take it like that. No, you have to struggle for yourself and focus. Root yourself in the word of God. Root yourself in the promise of God. Because in your own generation, God is using you to change the story of the family in Jesus' name. Is to focus yourself on the word of God. 
Alléluia. Is to focus yourself. Think yourself that and ask yourself, God, what are you saying concerning my life? That is the question you should be asking yourself. I know my parents are good. Fine. My parents, they are poor. They don't have anything. But I'm asking you, God, me personally, what are you saying concerning my life? Because there is no how your parents will leave you in this world. You will also have your own children. You will also have those who you will cater with. If you have not asked yourself this question, then you are leaving this poverty level to your children. If you are not asked yourself, God, what are you saying concerning my own personal life? Even if your parents have money, that does not mean that in your own generation you not become poor. If you if, if, if care is not baby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If care is not baby. If you don't ask yourself, even if you are the son, you are the daughter of that hotel or tell daughter, the child which begins. If you have not asked yourself, it is possible that in your own generation, poverty will start in your family. I pray poverty will not start in our family in Jesus' name. You will not be the genesis of poverty in your family in Jesus' name. You will not be the reason poverty will enter your family in Jesus' name. You need to know your purpose. You need to know. There's folks, maybe those people that, let's say, uh, they miss for 30 years. They're from the beginning, the first year, the second year, the third year. There will be other people that will be joining them in 200 years. There will be another step joining them in 300 years, 250. There will be another step joining them in 350 years. Some people never knew what happened in the first year, how the poverty starts, or what the head is going. Hallelujah. Or what the head. Uh, uh, after Joseph became the king and uh, he died, and the poverty started. And the, 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 the Egyptians, they started capturing us. Mm. After, uh, that was the told us that uh, my forefather, my folks, my grandfather, my great grandfather, my great grandmother, she used to be the, the richest person in the community. But later on, by the, the, the five, they will just tell you the story. But all what happened now in your generation has spread. No money. Then you need to ask yourself. You need to walk towards you changing the story of your family. Let blessing enter into the family through you. Let another sweet generation start from you. Let another sweet generation. You think yourself that God, what are you saying concerning my life? And whatever God has said, the book of Jeremiah said something that we talk over our life is of peace to give us on a certain end. There is nothing, if you sit yourself down to listen to what God is saying, God will never say anything bad into your life. I'm not saying what. If you focus yourself that now, if I, this is the, this is this, this is the situation. Now God, okay, I sit myself down. What are you saying? I want to follow what you are saying. God can never say any bad word into your life. 
The book of James says something. He said, whenever you fall into temptation, never say God has tempted you with evil. Because God will never tempt you with evil. It's only Satan that will tempt you. God left Job. Job was enjoying his life. Fine. Until when Satan came and put bring to the to the notice that God, it is you that you are blessing him. That is why he's, he will be living fine. God said, we are God. You are under temptation. You are under trial. The, the Israelites in Egypt, they went under trial for 430 years. How long have you waited? Okay, fine. You are suffering for how many years? That you cannot wait for what God has said. Fine, you don't have money. You are trekking to church. Even the last time you did church, no food. Before eating from three days, you how many years? How old are you? I'm not saying that you should die poor. But what I'm telling you is that no matter how, what you wait, what you say, what you focus yourself, and rooted yourself in the promise of God, you will not leave this world before. It's not possible. Very soon, you will see that God will rescue you and God will fulfill his promise over your life. Because as we are going, we are going about with God's promises. Hallelujah. Psalm 27. All right. All right. Wait upon the Lord. And it will make it strong. I say, wait upon the Lord. Wait. You don't have to wash. After the rain, then the sun will shine. Weeping may endure for a night. The joy comes in the morning. You cannot see God's promises that will not tell you that you will not pass through temptation. All what you need to do is to wait and focus yourself on what God is saying. Some people, they don't want to even go to any, they don't want to see anything problem at all. You cannot do without that. Hallelujah. You cannot. Even if you say you are not, you don't belong to God. Even in the Satan's words, there is problem there. When you say, eh, 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 God, eh, if I stay with God now, eh, I know He will bless me, but it will bring problem first. It will bring problem. I, I can't wait for that problem that way. Then go to uh, the second side. There will still problem. Even if, if you don't face it in the beginning, you will face it in the head. Because Satan will not give you anything free. Satan will call you, where are Is it money you want? Hey, okay, Jenny is money. Uh-huh. I will give you. Then you will be enjoying your life. Wait until the end. Let the problem come. That is what my mother just said. Wait upon the Lord. The Israelites that were praying, waiting upon the Lord for 430 years. 430 years. Good 430 years before God remembered them and sent them a savior. It's not that for that 430 years, God did not remember his covenant over their life. Don't remember. But he has said, no, because They left with something good. 
if you wait upon the Lord, there is no other problem at the top. There is no how hard it may be. You will not live empty hand. You will move a step higher. See yourself. What you are facing with challenges, just observe yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about those people that will wait, that will focus, that will not let the challenges of their life take them away from the life of the Lord. Those people that will not let the little problem of their life make them forget God. I used to laugh at times, and I used to say too many times. Some people, some Christians of nowadays, when they are facing little challenges, that is when they will not stop. They will tell when they will stop coming to church. Because they are broke for one week. They only want to come to church when money is in their pocket. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask anybody, why are you not in church? Ah, pastor, you don't know. Things have not been so easy to because when things are easy, that is the only time you want to come to church. Then think I will be using that as an excuse for you to come to church. Eh, so this is if you don't have anything, you will not come to church. You will not go and serve God. He knows your weak point. He knows your weak point. Once he knows that you are, you are becoming like serious students, you have been serving God too much this season, you know, then he will bring poverty so that you will stop coming to church. Then Israel are here waiting for 430 years. 430 years. That does not say their formula is not staying. That does not say they know what God has said concerning your life, their life. Did not even come to pass. Hallelujah. God is touching your heart this morning in Jesus' name. Yeah. And He's sending you a savior in Jesus' name. Yeah. And He's sending you a savior. God is sending you somebody that will help your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. I pray this morning that ever that will help your life, that will take you away from your bondage, that will take you away from affliction. God is sending them to you this morning in Jesus' name. Yeah. You know, in this class, let me just digress to this place. There are, there, there are different types of helpers. There are different types of helpers. I've studied some type of people. They will call themselves helpers. And they will only help you when you never make you are in problem. That is when they want to help you. Or when something evil happens to you. They will have that, you know, they will not help you. Until when somebody comes out to you, die. Either your father or your mother. That is where they will not bring money to give it to you. Instead of them to give you the money, they will wait for you to have accidents before they give you the money. That is where they will. I will pray for such help in your life. They will never come your way in Jesus' name. Such help are waiting for you to fall victim of evil before helping you. God is sending them away in your life in Jesus' name. And those who will know them, after they have helped you, they will be saying it. Uh-uh. Give him money now. I give her money when she lost her parents. Yeah, I've done something now. At least I've helped her. They have the money because their parents died. They will wait until their parents died. Because I pray you never encounter one in Jesus' name. Yeah. That effort that will help you in the right time. Not when you are in problem. God is sending them to you in Jesus' name. Yeah. God sent Moses to rescue the Israelites in Egypt. I pray never of your problem, that person that will bring solution to your life. God is sending them to you in Jesus' name. You know, we know that Jesus Christ, God cannot come down. We cannot say it. But we enter into somebody to tell you out of problem in Jesus' name. I pray for you, it shall be so in Jesus' name. What we need to do is to have faith in God and focus.
in our problems. We need to have faith. We need to be strong. We need to be strong. Let's start God's promise. You know, God said, Abraham, my friend. God used to talk to him. My friend, like where you to choose with your friend now. God was talking to Abraham. Once asked, Father, my friend, what's up now? God said, you know you, don't worry. I will do that thing for you. Don't worry. I will help you. Don't worry. I will get you that contract. Don't worry. I will, I will help you. I will, I will connect you to that person that will help you. Like your friend is promising, your God is promising Abraham, you will become great. You will become
And the Lord will be telling me, Mary, come tomorrow. Child, come tomorrow. Child, come tomorrow. But it gets to a point that the three angels don't have a by this time next year. By this time next year, that thing that you have been waiting for, that door that you have been knocking, the door that opened it for you, I want to use it to pray for somebody. By this time next week, Pushing up. 
as the Lord is pushing, the devil is pushing as well. So what we need to do is that pray for that spirit that will be pushing you. You can say something that will do well, that will talk to become a blessing for you. And you can say something that will put you in problem. But I pray that one that will put you in problem. May you never say it in Jesus' name. May you never say it in Jesus' name. May you never say it in Jesus' name. Let's go to the book of Acts 7, 6. The book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 7, verse 6. Says, and God passed on the wise that he seemed to sojourn in a strange land, and they that should bring them into bondage, and entreat them with evil for hundred years. That is what the Bible says. It's God that said it. <laughs> It's God that said it. God has promised that your, your children will, they will become this, they will become great. You will become great. You will become blessing. Same God that said it that your children will, will labor so hard, will walk without getting anything for some people for 400 years. Hallelujah.
for the glory of God to manifest. So, why can't you say to yourself, I don't have money today. It's just for the glory of God to manifest in my life. Instead of you complaining. And then, you, you, may, not, you may not think. And then, you may be, you may be righteous. Who was a righteous man? Before God allowed Satan to tempt him. And if you, if you call yourself a Christian and you don't face any temptation, you are not yet a Christian. Then who are you? You don't suffer. You are saying you are wise. Who is your teacher? That is the small hand. At times, the faith God is taking us to. We are not fit for dear. We need some training. Before you become a soldier, you must pass through some training. During that training, God said, no, no, during that training, people will forget you. You too, you will see yourself as if you should die. You see yourself. If you are not strong, you will run away from camp. Because they are training you to become a soldier. Where God is taking you to is a higher place. A place where you need enough experience. It's a place where you need to be strong. Because now you are saying you have an enemy. You don't have an enemy. Wait. Become rich. Then you know that there is an enemy everywhere. Then your enemies will become double. Because you will not please everybody. People are not looking at you. They are passing. They are just by passing. No problem. Because they are looking at you. They are trying to get from you. I beg. Come on for yes. Wait, come down with your own Lamborghini. Come down with your own mess. And let somebody come and ask you for $5,000. Take the person you don't have. And you will hear the biography of your life. Hallelujah. So, God is training us so that we fit for that position. So that it won't be a while we get to that position. We fall through. And we cannot wait. We cannot even endure the training. No, so that they are using better power. Even if soldiers slap you, if you don't have power, you will be the one to even beg the soldiers. Because of what they have went through, because of their training, they are using their better power. At times, even if, if they say, if, they, if, they, if a soldier man did something and the soldier man is at fault, you will still be the one begging. Because you know they have power. It's because you cannot even enjoy the training they went through. That is why you are kept scared of them after they finish their training. When God prepare you, when God put you on fire, when God prepare your mind, when God roasted, when God boil you, with the power of God, even if your enemies see you coming, they will run away. But we, we cannot even enjoy it. Hallelujah. We cannot even enjoy it. The Israelites they waited 430 years before God now sent Moses to them. God sent Moses to them. Why? Why can't you wait? Why, why, can, why can't you wait? A Christian of nowadays, one month, no money. Two months, that place that money is coming from. That place just see for two months. Hey! They will denounce their sincerity. 
you are answering them, are you a Christian? Are they, are they even remember when I was a Christian? Because where that source is coming from, the place of sins, they change church. That is where they will ram every church in their community. That is where they will know that like this pastor don't they go to the wedding, this time pastor don't they put them for something else. They pray and they ask for that church day, just because something sins for one year. Hallelujah. Please let us learn how to wait. Wait upon the Lord. God promises upon our life. God is just preparing us. Preparing us, boiling our minds. When God left Satan to test Job, Satan tried, 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 tried. After Satan now realized himself that, hey, this man was shaking. This man is not carrying it, but I cannot carry it. Let's go. Then God now dropped the blessing of Job. That night that God dropped the blessing of Job. Satan cannot even go back to God again and see your disciples. You are blessing him too much. Hallelujah. Satan cannot go back. Because Satan has tried once and he failed. Even the money you have seen so far is just more money. It's little money. Compared to what God is promising you in the future. Forget about the breakout now. You are seeing money before fine. You are okay before fine. You are living very okay. You are giving out. You are faithful. You do to the heart of the Lord. You, you are faithful in the church. You come to church. That does not mean you will not pass through temptation. At times you will see your fellow human being. You that you are going to church every time. If you are going to learn with your friends that you are living in the same room. And maybe, maybe when you are still a student, they are your hostel mates. You say, hey, today is Friday. I'm going to church with that language today. And that your friend will tell you that ah, I'm going to come up with somewhere bar going out. Somewhere close, bullet close, somewhere. You go to church, your friend goes to close. And after the both of you graduated, five years you now met each other. You see your friends driving bags, you see your friends having rings, and you are still using food for you, you are still trekking. And you are not blaming yourself, you know, did I say, I used to know this person, I used to be, he was a woman like I used to be this dude and this smoke. But why? You see, you see your blessing. And you want to change because of that. See, you blame yourself at the head. Hallelujah. You will blame yourself at the end. For you not to blame yourself at the end, that is what I'm telling you today, that you should wait. Don't compare yourself with your friends because what God is going, the blessing God is going to give to you, you cannot even compare with your friends. I don't know why in this life, it's only when we are poor, we are comparing ourselves with our friends. Why? Why? It happens to me. Was it on this last? It happens to me. I just opened on my Instagram. I saw that there was this very small lady like that. That I, I had during GC. And I saw her post in South Africa. Keeping fast. Very, very okay. Talk fast. Within myself, I was about to stay in God. Help this person. 
You know all these messengers, the pop up messenger used to come beside your political elder book. Two just came, bang, bang. Then I opened. After I opened, there two, two of my classmates that helped me in my secondary school, begging me for help, telling me that, ah, no, you are living by your own, and I show up. You are suffering. The, the thing is, is, is born in your heart. 
then you will think to yourself that I, I used to imagine it what to even be what 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 you what what you expect. What you get upload what is in your mind, I mean what is in your belly. What you upload is that only I know some things will come to your mind. And those people live in your flat, and they will have up to three or four toilets, even in their own flat. They will not be fighting for who is in the toilet. Man, this is what I've been enjoying. Pastor, they don't have the toilet in the room. Even visitors, they have their own toilet. Each flat, I mean each room, each bedroom, I think they have their own toilet as well. Those people living in that place, they will not be fighting, they will not be washing things in the toilet. You want to go to work. Because of the population of people living in that your same house, this man face you. You will go up by five. You will bath and sit down in your room. Before, before seven o'clock. Even if you leave your house seven o'clock, you can still get to your work before eight, then you will resume work. But if you wait o'clock in the morning. You say I let you wait till seven. Maybe you will not have that day. Because of the population of the people living in your house. Then you will see to yourself that you will think those people living in flats, they will bath anytime they want. Imagine one day you will still be in that house. Even if you want to put TV in your in your bedroom, you will put it there. And you will not flash yourself back. You do TV. Go back time. I used to remember that time that I used to shift the shower and that that one is not WC. That even if you shift like this, the, the, the shift remains sand in the ground. <laughs> Hallelujah. That time is coming. Wait for it. That time will surely come. Wait for me for it. You are living the faith that I bet you today. Just not take away the promise of God in your life. You are collecting from your friend. If your friend did not even come back from work, nothing to eat in the house. That does not take away the, what God has said concerning your life. Hallelujah. The president of 2050, that person that will become president in the year 2050, may be sure we are should make a thing. Hallelujah. Let's 
sit down and cheer yourself and be silent that you will sit down and you will put your leg on the table that they will bring whatever you want for you. I pray that position. I pray God is taking you there in Jesus' name. To get money, it's your living being born for you. Why should you die? Why? We have seen a devil having an accident, and everybody in the devil died. A baby did not die yet. Just a baby of how many years? Where are we going? 
I was not saying to myself that ah, this country that I was facing myself in, I must have changed not to invite this people. That is what I was just saying to myself. Ah, I must have changed something before I leave this place. If there is a person that will come back, I told people. <laughs> This country, uh, I will come back, I will find a way to come back. Because I've, that is what I've, I've, I've communicated it to myself when I was coming. So shine, play for that time. We left in the morning. We, we, we reached here the second day in the morning. I said, very good, it makes sense. For all night to meet me. This piece break for my head for my head on the road. No problem. Then they told me I'm not coming this year with something. Ah. Hey. I'm gonna leave the situation also. Hallelujah. So also you. Something good must happen in your life. Everywhere that is what God said to happen. Everywhere you step your feet. Everywhere. Everywhere you step your feet. Be a blessing for you. That is God's promise. And you are the descendant of Abraham. You are the descendant of Abraham. If they want to check the future, they will go for DNA test. That is automatically the blood that is running their parents was going to your body. So the blessing that is running the life of Abraham was once in your life as well. Because you are the husband, you are the descendant. And you know what God? What he gave me assurance was that God did not promise only Abraham. If it was only Abraham, I will lose hope. I will say, "Thank God, Abraham has Abraham has died." In this world, before it is what it is even me. No matter how good your certificate is, once you die, the certificate is useless. You cannot use the certificate of your brother because the certificate was to be taken cash But not of God. See, when I used to say something, when God is speaking, what is protocol? Nothing is what is what I call a protocol. If God promised your family, if your brother died, you will ask your brother first to join the world. I don't know why God gave me the courage. The day my brother, the day my brother died, in the hospital, I just cried for five minutes. In Nigeria, I cried for just five minutes. After I cried, when I got home, people that people did not go. The people that knew that my brother was sick and they took it to hospital. On that very day, that Facebook day, January 27, I was just when I was coming from the, I went to the hospital in the morning. So they said that my brother just stayed now, even living fine. Doing well. I played too much this morning. Room about the hospital. But I should go home and bring new clothes for him to change. Then I went home. On getting there, I met him crying. Wow. <laughs> the brother is gone. Ah! Brother is gone again. I should go to God, but this is a girl I got for him. This is a girl. Ah! Okay. And I cried in the hospital. 
I don't know what just kept me quiet. I just kept quiet. Huh? And I entered the ghost. People thought I was mad. They ran to me, hold me. They said, no, sir. I'm going home. They said, okay. And I went and home for the Kedja. We were living at Abu Mojo. And I brought the bus. I went to my printed and go there. And put up the window. I went to, I sat myself in the room. And something directed me that opened to the entire section of the When I opened the door, I saw something that the light shot, that dropped through the light shot ahead of that time. I said, okay, fine. Then I said this statement that day that what my brother could not do for my parents, I want to do, I want to add this all to my own. That was the statement. Okay? Then I was saying, forget about everything. It's my dad that made everybody in their room, I mean in their house, to know what happened. When my daddy came, ah, yeah, yeah, my dad. I just, ah, you see, ah, we noticed uh, my wife when he was coming in. Ah, we noticed that ah, his face, he was not smiling, just greeted us, blah, 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 like that. And since then, to God be the glory. See, there are some situations in your life that whatever you say is a world of authority. It's a world of authority. I will tell you, this talking job I played, nobody taught me how to play. It was what my brother was doing before he died. That's the testimony. It was what he was doing. He used to play the talking job before he died. I don't even know. If I want to go to college, my, my dad will even send me away. Then after four years, after four years, I saw the talking job where he was angry. Small. And I told my dad, I want to start this. I met a brother in the church. This brother, this brother said, leave me, leave me, leave me. And I repaired the talking job. And I started playing since then up to now. Since then. Each time I used to play, I used to say to myself that hey, hey, this is one of the things you say to yourself. Because to say the fact, I play more than the brother. To say the fact, I play more than him, the talking job. So there are some situations you make yourself. What you say to yourself is very, very important. You are broke today, you don't have money today. Ah! Oh boy, that's how I will kill myself. Oh. That's there to be knocking your door. That is the time you'll be dreaming that people are chasing you, they want to kill you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why now? Everybody's parents said they don't even know. If I will give myself this, it will eventually happen. But if you say nice words to yourself, we come to this temptation and we overcome this problem and all that. You will see yourself at the end of the day, you will overcome it. And I pray for you the power to overcome temptation, the power to overcome problems. The Lord gave it to you in Jesus' name. You will not die poor in Jesus' name. And this saying it into your life this morning. If you meet your family as a poor family, maybe you open your eyes, you see that this place is God's world, and you meet the situation of your family that they are poor in your family. 
May you be the generation, may you be the starting of blessing in your family in Jesus' name. That case today you will change the story of your family in Jesus' name. Every negative story of your family, may you change it for good in Jesus' name. The Lord shall be said and gone about every bad situation in your life for good in Jesus' name.